So if you're wondering how to ensure your vitality for the fall season and how to balance your health and well-being simply with food, I want to share with you a class I just taught this past week with Catherine Doimling, who's a former guest on my show and owner of Cook With What You Have and former chair of Slow Food USA. And that class was entitled A Taste of Autumn, East Meets West at the Dining Table. As the famous song written by Pete Seeger, turn, turn, turn to everything there is a season, well, that really applies to how we eat. And we actually can attune our bodies to the season by adjusting the flavors that we emphasize. Everything turn, turn, turn. There is a season turn, turn, turn. And a time to every purpose. I know I've talked with you before about the autumn season, but I thought I'd talk to you about the flavors and how the flavors really impact the season and then give you some recipes that we did this week in our class. So in Chinese medicine, which is my training, there are five flavors. Now, I don't need to tell you really what they are, but because you know there's sweet, there's salty, there's bitter, there's pungent, well, you might think of that as spicy, and they're sour. But did you know that by emphasizing a flavor during a season will have an impact on your health? I want to tell you about it. The sour flavor, which is a little bit astringent, you know, you eat a lemon and you get all the saliva in your mouth, actually has a, a really important function in our body. It helps to contract things, just the way we pucker our lips with that sour flavor. But it also helps to hydrate us so in autumn, when the leaves are turning and they're drying and they're falling to the ground and plants are withering, the sour flavor actually helps to engender fluids in the body and hydrate us. So adding a little bit of sour in the autumn season, when we're starting to contract already, kind of going more, we're going more inside, we're thinking about things in a different way than we do in summer, a little bit of the sour flavor is really helpful. And that can be in the form of pickles, which I'll share with you a great pickle recipe today. That can be in the form of a tea like hibiscus or rose hips. Even a, bit of, a little bit of lemon and honey would be really nice. And also the fruits have a bit of sweet and a bit of sour. So those fall fruits are great, apples and pears. Now, as we move from autumn into winter, when all of our energy goes deep, deep in and kind of underground, just like outside where there's nothing happening outside, but underneath the ground, all the seeds are regenerating and really getting ready to sprout up in spring. Our energy also needs to descend and consolidate. In Chinese medicine, we, need to con we say we need to consolidate our chi into our kidneys because the kidneys are the most vital ancestral ground for our vitality and chi. So helping our energy descend, two flavors play a really key role, and that is the salty flavor. And I don't mean adding more salt to your food. We don't want to do that. But by incorporating salty-type foods into your meal, like sea vegetables, and I'll talk to you today about a fantastic uh, salad that has a little bit of sea vegetable in it, a little bit of salty fish, a little bit of foods that have a salty flavor like celery in that. And the other flavor also to bring into the, uh, the winter season is bitter. And that's a really underrepresented flavor in the American diet. The American diet really has a lot of sweet and salty 
and fat. That's a big kind of component in the American diet. But bitter, which we get from coffee and chocolate, uh, in our diet anyway, is a, a fantastic flavor because it, it has this function of helping our energy descend. It also is very detoxifying and very clearing in the body of, of excess um, plaque in the, in the arteries. It helps to get rid of what we call in Chinese medicine phlegm. As my Chinese medicine, one of my first Chinese medicine docs told me when he would give me herbs, and I would say, how does it taste? He goes, bitter is always better. And I would encourage you to look for ways to get bitter into your diet. Those are found in, and bitter isn't really a, a flavor that you'll find like 100% bitter, because that's almost unpalatable. But it's a mixture like dandelion greens. Even tea has a certain bitterness to it. Olives has a certain bitterness to it. Kale, which is sweet and a little bit pungent. It's got a little bit of kick to it, but it also has a light, slightly bitter flavor to it. So by incorporating those flavors in a little bit more during winter is really helpful for the body because it helps us descend, which is what we need to do. We need to be quieter. We need to go inward and kind of reflect and, and nest, really, so that we can prepare for spring, which is when we need to come up and out into the world. We need to grow. We need to regenerate and that flavor that we want to emphasize a little bit more in spring is what we call in Chinese medicine the pungent flavor, or slightly spicy. It's not the fact that you now go to a Thai restaurant or a Mexican restaurant every night, because that is actually almost too stimulating and engenders too much heat in the body. But the pungent flavor you can find in many foods, and those are the foods that start in spring. What are they? There, you know, you see if you live somewhere where you see green, you see little chives coming up in the grass, um, uh, arugula, any kind of spring green. Those first spring greens are really, they're alive, they're young, they're new, and they bring that energy into our body. Because what we want to do in spring is we want to let go of all that depth and consolidation that we were doing. We want to be ready to regenerate. And the pungent flavor in Chinese medicine helps bring our energy more to the surface. It breaks up stagnation. It helps invigorate the body. So I would encourage you to seek out some of those pungent greens in spring. And then what happens in summer? Summer, we're just, we're just exploding. We're just wanting to do everything. We're outside more. And the abundance of uh, the, the vegetables growing, the fruits, the berries are really there for the taking. So summer is an interesting time. We want to incorporate a few flavors. The pungent flavor actually helps keep things moving out to the surface, but a little bit of spicy pungent, warming pungents, like a little bit of cayenne, a little bit of garlic or ginger. So we just keep a little heat in us as we're opening up the outside. I'm hoping this is making sense because it's a really different way of thinking about flavor. It's not just what we taste in our mouth, but actually the impact it has on our body. So we want to have that pungent flavor to helping move things to the outside. That spicy flavor that if you live in a hot, humid climate actually acts like an internal air conditioner, helping opening our pores to the outside so that we can stay cooler inside. 
but we also want a little bit of the bitter flavor because that helps that we don't build up too much heat in our body. And we also want a little bit of the sour flavor, which you'll get in fresh berries and fruits, etc. Because the sour flavor keeps us from not being too out there. You know, you need a balance, right? You need a balance of being out and in. So you don't want to dissipate too much because summer does and it comes to a close. And we have this lovely access, this lovely transition time, which we call in Chinese medicine late summer. And that's the time of the year if you're in touch with vegetables and farmer's markets where they're just really burgeoning with these beautiful um, squashes and carrots and these root vegetables. And there's a lot of sweetness in late summer. And that is what we call in Chinese medicine the earth element. And sweet really is the center of our diet. And I'm not talking about the sweet that we've been exploring the last few weeks in terms of sugar. I'm talking about the sweet that you find naturally in foods, such, such as uh, winter squashes, root vegetables like carrots and um, rutabagas and beets and parsnips. I'm talking about the sweet flavor you find in whole grains. I'm talking about the sweet flavor even we find in animal foods, in meats, etc. So when you're thinking about your meal in just in a general fashion, if you have a representation of every of one of those flavors, sour, salty, bitter, sweet, pungent, you will have a very balanced meal. Now, when we get into autumn, we kind of go for more, a little bit more heavier food, longer cooking. We go for sweet vegetables, etc. maybe some more grains if you eat grains, or maybe some more meat if you eat meat. But you don't want to just have the sweet flavor. You want to make sure that you have distinguishing flavors on your plate. So let's say you're making a meal with some sweet vegetable stew or a meat stew and some grain and some greens or a salad. You may want to add what we call a subcategory of that pungent flavor called aromatic into maybe your grain or into your um, dish that you're cooking, your main dish. Like in our class this week, we made a chicken tagine with sweet potato, celerac, uh, root. Uh, we added cinnamon and ginger and onions, a lot of sweet flavors in there. But that cinnamon and that onion, that really brought a little bit more of an aromatic flavor into the dish. So it just wasn't kind of sitting there. That aromatic flavor has a wonderful capacity to move the chi, what we call the chi, in our digestive system. So it actually helps us to digest. We also added a little bit of cumin in there and ginger. These are fantastic, pungent but aromatic spices, kitchen spices that we use all the time that will help the digestion. So like I said, so that your food just doesn't sit heavy with you. So I wanted to share with you a couple of recipes. I have um, a wonderful recipe that I've adapted from my dear friend Leslie McCarran's cookbook, The Angelica Home Kitchen. In Angelica Kitchen is a wonderful uh, vegan organic restaurant in New York City in the East Village. And these are quick, crispy pickled vegetables. Now, a lot of people are doing a lot of pickling these days, and it's kind of a la mode, so to speak. But you know, we know it's an old tradition of preserving food. And what's marvelous about pickling or fermenting vegetables 
is that it takes fresh food that's naturally more cooling to the body and it starts to break it down a little bit. And what does that do? Well, that brings a tremendous amount of probiotics into our system, which is really important for our health and fighting inflammation and supporting our, our gut health and our immune system. But what it also does to vegetables when we pickle them is it starts to create the digestive process almost because they're starting to break down and a lot of enzymes get released, which is really important in digestion. So how do you make these pickles? You take a quart of water, a third of a cup of brown rice vinegar, which of course is sour, three tablespoons of kosher salt. Now kosher salt is a little bit different than regular salt and you actually need, if you're using regular salt, you need a little bit less salt there. A tablespoon of minced garlic, which of course is a little bit warming, adding some warming quality to the, um, the brine itself. A sprig of dill, which is aromatic and helps kind of bring out the flavor of the vegetables. And a, just a pinch, a really little pinch of cayenne pepper. And then you can put in two quarts of mixed vegetables like cauliflower, carrots, celery, string beans, red onions, green cabbage. Just cut them in bite-sized pieces. I also act, like to add some uh, cut-up kombu, which is sea vegetable, uh, which brings a lot of minerals to the, the pickling. Um, and I you could use any root vegetable, but not asparagus, because asparagus gets really mushy. So you combine the ingredients for the brine in a non-reactive three-quart stainless steel saucepan. You bring it to a boil, lower the flame, and you simmer it for about two to three minutes. On the side, you place the vegetables in a glass jar, just large enough to hold the vegetables, and allow the brine to cool. And when it's cool, not before, pour it into the jar with the pickles, make sure the pickles are covered, and refrigerate overnight. And the pickles are ready after 12 hours. You want to keep them refrigerated, and they're good for about three to four weeks. And you will have some really crispy, delightful pickles to add to your meal. And that's a great way to get sour into your meal in the autumn season. So let's say you're just whatever you're making. I don't know if they'd go with pasta so well, but bearing you're not having pasta and cheese for dinner, um, you know, just having a teeny little pickle on your plate will really help to bring some balance to your autumn meal. Another recipe I'd like to share with you um, is my favorite dulse and carrot salad. And how you do that is what you'll take is about a pound of carrots and you'll grate them up and you'll mix them with a little bit of salt. And what you're doing here with salt is, again, just helping kind of pull out the, the water from the carrots and just helping it kind of break down just a little bit, making it more digestible. Because some people have hard time digesting raw food, even though they enjoy the feeling of it. And what you then do is you take this sea vegetable called dulse. And dulse is a red um, seaweed. And you can get it in most um, stores that carry more natural foods, I would say, or an Asian grocery store. And sea vegetables, you think, oh, God, that's really a strange idea. But sea vegetables are, are in every tradition where people live by the coasts. And sea vegetables are incredibly detoxifying. You want to know your source. So I would kind of encourage you to go to the Atlantic coast these days because of the uh, spill out from Fukushima. But um, 
Dulse has uh, high levels of iodine, manganese. It supports uh, enzyme functions in the body. Um, of course, it's salty. Um, it's, like I said, very detoxifying. And Dulse is easy because you can toast it and then kind of sprinkle flakes on a salad. You can do what we're going to do in this salad, which is just soak it and chop it up. You just take about a handful of dulse and you soak it for about a minute or two. You can even just rinse it and then chop it up. Add it into the grated carrots. Take uh, the juice of one lemon and squeeze it over the carrots and then chop up some parsley or basil if you like and just mix that well and you just have this very lovely salad that has the sweet, the salty, the sour and a little bit of that pungent flavor and even a little bit of that bitter flavor if you're using parsley and it will just give you a very nice balanced um, salad that you can add in. And finally, oh, why not add in dessert? And what we made this week, it's just one of my favorite, favorite fall desserts. And that's poached pears in cinnamon ginger syrup. And this was adapted from uh, Nina Simon's book, A Spoonful of Ginger, which is a lovely Asian cookbook that has more health-promoting dishes. So poached pears in cinnamon ginger syrup. This recipe is a little bit more complicated, so I'm going to encourage you to go to our website where it will be listed at pearlnaturalhealth.com. Just click on uh, the navigation bar for podcast blog, and you'll see in this episode of the show, I'll have that listed for you. But pears are one of my favorite foods for fall because they're very sweet a little bit sour, and they're very lubricating. Well, you say to yourself, what do you mean by that? Lubricating means that it actually helps things move in the body, so it's good for digestion and elimination. And pears in Chinese medicine have a great affinity for the lungs. So let's say you've caught that fall cold and you have a little bit of congestion in your lungs. You're coughing, you've got mucus, it's kind of, uh, you can't get rid of it you might want to eat some pears. And this recipe is great because it's got some ginger, which of course is antimicrobial, antibacterial. You've got the pears, you've got a little bit of cinnamon. And you can have that as a lovely um, breakfast or dessert or just a snack. Um, so I'd encourage you to get that recipe on our blog. I, I hope that I've given you some insight in, into things that you can do for yourself during the autumn season. And I will, again, encourage you, if you want to contact me for some free recipes, you can contact me at lng at pearlnaturalhealth.com or go to our website, pearlnaturalhealth.com, and look for the podcast blog link and click on that link, and you'll see the recipes listed. Of course, we always welcome your comments, your questions, and inquiries. So happy eating in the fall season. <music>